We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to another edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by the College Corner. I'm Neil McCready. There's Zach Barry with us. As always, here today we will talk about um, last weekend's cookout. Zach uh, was all over the grill with... Who were you with? It was you and Arch Manning and Matt Corral and um, Lane Kiffin. I saw y'all. Y'all were like slamming seltzers and uh, doing ribs. Mm-hmm. It was very hot, but it looked like you guys were having a great time. I especially yeah. enjoyed that poignant moment when you and uh, – who was it? It was it was you and Lane and one of the other coaches. Were um, doing, y'all were doing the slip and slide thing down the hill. It was beautiful. Yeah, Quinn really, Ewers stopped by before he yeah, decided he, to forego his senior season. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, Cade Cunningham was there just celebrating <laughs> celebrating being drafted first in the draft. And uh, <laughs> yeah. he was there for the slip and slide. I was glad he didn't get hurt. It looked a little dangerous. The Pistons would not have been happy with yeah. what was going on. I think on. Malik Newman showed up with Andy Kennedy later, but I wasn't there for that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> like a kumbaya moment where it all just sort of came together. It's amazing. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about a number of things. Um, the cookout, all seriousness, we'll talk about uh, as we get into August, some rumblings of restrictions, and we talk. We might talk a little bit about what another dead period would look like, how that would be different than a year ago. So uh, hopefully it doesn't come to that, but we'll, we'll broach that topic. We'll talk about what might be next for a handful of guys, and we'll take your questions in the thread and things of that nature. For, first, I should say, when you try to say four words at one time, it comes out with a word that makes no sense. First, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. The College Corner is next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. No problem. You can go to collegecornerstore.com, and you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. So whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. I'm coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote. Within 15 minutes and business hours, right to the bottom line, no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, the rest is up to you. You can chop it around or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Zach, how are you? Neil, doing well. It is, uh, you know, knock on wood here. It's 
1219 here in Nashville, and it was only 84 degrees, so I don't want to jinx anything. Um, but it has been a, uh, a delightful week weather-wise here. It has been a delightful week, but now let me tell you, uh, your, your dumb friend here yesterday, I took Carson to soccer. He had a, he had a soccer practice 4 to 5.30 at Oxford High School, okay? And so mm-hmm. I dropped him off at about 3.45, and earlier in the day he had said, hey, Dad, you want to go lift tomorrow before you take me to Tupelo for soccer? And I said, yeah, sure. And so I'm like, hey, if we get there at 5, we can lift for an hour, and then we can drive to Tupelo. And so I was thinking, well, I'm going to lift tomorrow, so I probably ought to go run today. Mm-hmm. And I made the mistake of telling myself, you know, it's kind of cool out. Because compared to last week, it's kind of cool out. Yeah. But it's not particularly cool out. And so I went out and I had my hat, turned it backwards, the whole deal, so I could wouldn't burn my head. When you're bald-headed, you have to think about these things. And um, But also, hats retain heat. Right. And... Um, I got out to do my run in the neighborhood. You've been in my neighborhood. It's very hilly. And um, I knew I had about an hour to run, so I planned a one-hour run. And I did it. But I got to tell you, 86 degrees on asphalt in August, it's still really hot. And it'll still get you. you. And as I'm driving to Oxford High School from my neighborhood to pick up Carson, I thought that was really stupid. (laughs) <laughs> I'd have been better off going to the gym and getting on a treadmill or getting doing something different as opposed to whatever amount of stress that I put my body through running the hills of North Point. Yeah, it's <clears throat> I'll say this, it's better this week. Um I actually so last week I went to the country club that I'm a member at. And it is uh and this was completely unintentional, but it is less than a mile from my son's school. So it's pretty convenient that I can go and hit the range, you know, hit a bucket of balls and then go swing by and pick him up. So I was cutting it close, but I was like, you know what? I can go hit a bucket of balls 20 minutes and then I can go pick him up. No problem. Last week I hit, I wasn't even through the small bucket of balls. If I'm standing over a golf ball before each swing, it was at least five or six beads of sweat falling down. And then the difference between that and this week on Monday, I went Monday morning. I went for my first golf lesson ever, Neil. I'm oh, wow. all in. Look at you. I'm, I'm trying to get to where I can break eighty, you know, regularly. I'm trying to be a, a real, a real boy. Play play golf like a real boy. Okay. Um, that morning, our lesson outside did not sweat at all. It was amazing. But as you know, you and Chase talked about it yesterday on the show. This is just a false sense of security. We are going to be back to the absolute hellscape that we know the Southeast to be. It is, yes. it, it's not going to stay. Well, to prove your point, because we actually looked at this yesterday, um, the weather forecast for uh, Oxford for the next few days, today a high of 86, tomorrow's 86, then 89. Then 91, 93, 91, 92, 93, 91, 90. Yeah, I mean, Mother Nature's not done with us just yet. No. It's always like that with every season in the South. There's always like the, regardless of what season it is, it's always like, all right, it's here. But then it's always like, oh, hold on, hold on. We got to do at least two more weeks of the season that's prior to this one. It's always like that. It's like that 
summer, winter, it doesn't matter. It's, I don't know. I go back and forth on if there's actual seasons in the South. It's pretty much just two, but yeah, it'll get hot again. And, and then we'll, we'll eventually get to the fall sometime mid September, October. Um, that's just typically how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. September's hot. October starts to change and then November. Yeah. November gets a little better. Um, okay. A lot of talk in the thread between um, Patrick and Walker about Alabama returning to 2020 COVID protocols within their facilities for the next six weeks. Okay. You know, Yo, there it is. Tide football returning to 2020 protocols. Even though Alabama's team is nearly completely vaccinated, I was telling you about this thread from Ross right before we got started. Ross Dellinger uh-huh. says, uh, "It's going to lead into a conversation. We'll, we'll, we'll go here first. We'll start with the bad stuff and then get to the good." Okay. It's from Ross Dellinger. The University of Alabama football team is nearly all of its members vaccinated. Tuscaloosa, the city in which the university is located, has a vaccination rate of 31%. This is an example, according to Ross, this is an example of what Dr. Katie O'Neill meant last month when she said, I think our teams are ready to play more than our communities are ready to handle this next surge. I'm worried people who enjoy football are going to be too sick to watch football. As the SEC worries about vaccination trends, um, I know people are going to ask what's Ole Miss's. It is somewhere between 50 and 60% is my very best guess. No one is going to directly answer that question emphatically right now at Ole Miss. We've asked. They've answered to a degree. They're not at 85%. Is that a HIPAA violation to ask, Neil? No, no. It would only be a HIPAA <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, it's one of the misunderstood things is that they could absolutely give us the number. They mm-hmm. could give us the specific number. The only thing, if, if I were to say, if I were to ask them, pick a player, any player, if I were to say, is AJ Finley, is AJ Finley vaccinated? They couldn't answer that without violating AJ's HIPAA rights. I can ask AJ mm-hmm. because AJ could choose to answer or not answer. Or AJ could free Ole Miss to release his information if he so chose. And obviously, if they were 100% vaccinated and they said, well, we're 100% vaccinated, I could take from that, using my ULM degree, that AJ Finley was also vaccinated. But that's about the extent of it. So we ask, and they give us sort of vague answers, Um, which is fine. It's not a criticism, but... There's a lot of schools. I think it's uh, – I'm, I'm reading from, from Ross. I'm going to get to something in a second because we're not going to sp- spend a lot of time on this because we're going to talk about it some on the Oxford Exxon podcast today. Um, if what happens – see, uh, while several SEC football teams are trending in a strong direction with vaccination rates, 6 of 14 are at least at 80%, according to Ross Dellinger at SI. Their communities are not stirring fear that game days will transform into super spreader events or that stadiums will remain partially empty. In fact, the very state in which SEC media days were held has the worst vaccination rate in the country at 33.7%. Mississippi, by the way, is 33.8%. Arkansas is 35.4%. Louisiana, 
is 36.2%, well below the national rate of 49%. Um, mm. If we're headed towards another uh, dead period, and I think we are, I think there's been a lot of talk, a lot of assumptions that um, September would be bringing kids to campus to visit for games and such. I personally don't think that's going to happen now. If I'm, if I'm, and I could be wrong, and no one's told me this, but I'm reading the tea leaves, okay? Um, mm-hmm. if, if that happens, did Ole Miss get enough guys on campus this summer to make the impressions that are needed to get things done? Uh, I think so, but uh, I mean, well, here, let me throw it back to you. I want to hear your thoughts, and then I'll give mine. Okay. Because I think we're about the same, but I want to hear, hear what you think. Okay. Are you going to go? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me a question. Oh, no, no. Like, I was throwing the question back to you. You want to know what my thoughts on what, specifically? Uh, the, that, that specific question about impressions. Okay. If they made, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, th- I think the games are on TV. They can see the games. They can mm-hmm. talk to the coaches after games. Um, but but now I don't want to be Mr. Spin either. On the other hand, I think a lot of what um, they've been banking on, and I think it was a safe bet, was that the return to normal. And look, again, I want to reiterate this before people lose their minds. As of this moment, I've not been told anything differently. Mm-hmm. But I will also tell you, I'm reading between some lines here, that it is Thursday, August the 5th at 12.29 p.m. Ole Miss has reported for fall camp and is scheduled to practice for the first time on uh, Saturday. And as of this moment, and I just checked my email, we have received no guidance from Ole Miss regarding media access which tells me that we're going all zoom yeah um that's that's the rumor it's out there around the league georgia told their media yesterday that they're all zoom um i've heard that missouri is probably going all zoom i've heard other schools are going all zoom i'm hearing a lot of all all zoom alabama very clearly is going all zoom for the next six weeks so that's you don't have to be a genius to start to think that this is a little bit of a possible sec mandate yeah, especially if Saban's leading the way. Yeah, so, um, you know, I think part of their recruiting plan, Zach, was that they were going to um, they, they were going to bring guys to campus for these games. There was going to be a ton of energy at these games. There may very well still be a ton of energy at these games. Uh, people were excited. They had some big games. They have some big games on the schedule at home. Um, you know, LSU, Texas A&M come to mind. Um, you know, packed houses, a lot going on, competitive games, competitive teams against big-name teams out of the SEC, and that they were going to show guys through that, hey, look, that environment that you loved in Tuscaloosa, that environment that you loved in Baton Rouge, College Station, fill in the blank, we've got it too. Mm-hmm. we got it rolling. Now, you can still see that on TV, 
Sure. But it's not the same as being able to come to a game as a 17, 18-year-old kid and walk on the field for pregame and talk to the coach in pregame and see the team warm up in pregame and then go sit in the front rows and watch the game and hear the game and feel the game and then go into the Manning Center after the game and have those exact same coaches come up to you and say, hey, see, we got it going, or you would have been the difference today. If we had you, instead of losing by two, we'd have won by two. You're the difference. So it is, it, it is, a, is, it, is it catastrophic? Is it as bad as a year ago? No. But is it bad? Yes. It's, yeah, that's it, it, is, it is to steal a word from Brian Scott Rippey, it is suboptimal. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. I think they're still going to be able – I mean, we saw it in last year's class. They still recruited at an extremely high level when they couldn't host anyone. The crowds were at whatever capacity they were. I think you're right, though, and that's kind of where I was leaning. And I thought I, my – my initial thought was correct that we were on the same page here. I think that that's where you can kind of maybe say separate yourself because you're competing with the blue bloods and the best of the best. But I think that that's where you can kind of show, like you said, Oh, okay. Ole Miss has, they have good crowds. They, they have a pretty good atmosphere. I mean, the stadium is so weird and so dumb and nothing matches but the crowds are big, just like they were at LSU and just like they were at Oregon, whatever. Um, I still think they're going to be able to recruit who they want because I think this staff is really young and they resonate with a lot of players. That's Anytime I interview a kid, that's, that's what they say. They said they love the energy. They love how excited the staff is, and they love how um, – you know, I think having a young staff can it's it's one or the other. It can either backfire because they're inexperienced, or it can be great because they can connect with the recruits because they're younger. Um, but yeah, it does hurt them if they can't have full capacity stadiums because, like you said, there's going to be some huge games this year. LSU comes to town; that's going to be a big one. Eli Manning's getting honored at that game. Um, I've said it. I think you anticipated. I think most national people anticipate that that's when Arch will do his official visit. It just makes the most sense because the family will be there. And look, if you're Ole Miss, you want that stadium to be slammed packed. Not only because it's a huge game, it's a huge opportunity to win a conference game. And not that this is going to make or break the Arch Manning recruitment. It's not. not but all. it only helps sure. that it's a huge crowd. Everybody's there to honor Eli Manning. Oh, by the way, this five-star 2023 quarterback that you're in on is in attendance as well. That helps. So I still think that they are going to recruit well. I still think that they're going to be able to reach certain prospects and they're going to have a shot at signing them. But you want to have the crowds. You want to be back to somewhat normal. And yeah, so it's a little bit of, yeah, it'll be okay, but also like suboptimal. You want it to be packed. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I think that it's something that if it gets to that point, and like you said, I think the trajectory right now is not good. Um, so it can hurt this staff if they can't get there. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, listen, I'm, I haven't studied Ross's story uh, to, to in depth, 
but six weeks of the COVID protocol on, on their facilities, does that include stadium capacity? And I don't know the answer to that. Um, I don't either. You know, I mean, I, as of today, to my knowledge, the stadium is still 100% capacity. The Grove is still open. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, you don't have to be – you don't have to be an idiot. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to figure out that some groundwork's getting laid. I mean, a week yeah. a week ago at this time, the Oxford schools were mask um, optional. They start school tomorrow, and masks are required. There's rumblings that masks are going to be required in Oxford soon. Um, you know, if that happens, does the Grove still open? I don't know how you could. I don't know how you could justify the 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 optics of everything's closed, but you can pack the grove, which is a collection of tents. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how you can you know justify that. So if, if that were to happen and you lose some of those recruiting tools, it it's a negative. I mean, it's is it can you overcome it? Sure. Is it easier to overcome it than it was a year ago? Yes. When guys couldn't see anything and and it was a new product, um. But it's 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 kind of having to go um it's it's kind of having to go up a, a steep hill w- without four wheel drive and a real strong engine. You can do it, but you have some. I think I can. I think I can. Moments as opposed to yeah, got a locom. You know, to use the lane train analogy all the way, you got a locomotive just churning up the deal. I mean, it's it's a totally different different creature. But look if. If this is ends up being an SEC mandate, and again, I don't know of that. We're kind of guessing a little. It, it affects everybody, so yeah, you know, it won't just and, won't just be Ole Miss. Yeah, and you you mentioned the Grove and how they're excited about having that back, and that's a huge recruiting tool. I mean, I've talked to several guys either at the cookout or over the phone that they're excited about seeing the Walk of Champions, and they want to see a full Grove. Um, I'll tell you who also wants to see a full Grove, and um, you know, they, they're now offering something that can, that can help you out is uh, Lamar Yard. Um, you can now ask them about catering and private event rental options. So that's perfect for that next big celebration, birthday, anniversary, gender reveal, whatever you got, they can help you out. And also when you want, want to party in the Grove in the fall, um, Oxford's indoor outdoor restaurant, bar and entertainment space on South Lamar. Drove by it when I was in town. It looks amazing. 10,000 square feet it is every bit of it. It is a huge space. They've got uh, three quarters of an acre of outdoor space, and they've got a full stage, indoor and outdoor projectors, three bars, playground, and parking on site for their open fire barbecue and fixings. So go check them out, and you can, uh, like I said, contact them for catering and private rental options. Podcast also brought to you by Kelly English Restaurant Group. Um, if you act now, you can get half off your first month of Cooking with Kelly, his virtual cooking options that he is bringing to everyone um, via the internet. Use promo code SOFTVERBAL21. That's all caps, SOFTVERBAL21 for half off your first month of Cooking with Kelly. You can also check out irisetc.com for nation, nationwide shipping. So Kelly is bringing everything to you regardless of where you live, whether you're in the Mid-South, California, Washington, New York City. Nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Kelly English. 
podcast also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course. Olive Branch, Mississippi. Go see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew there. Take on the challenge of the wide fairways and large championship greens. They've got two putting greens, a driving range, and a chipping green if you want to get your game uh, all honed in for the fall once the weather lightens up a little bit. It's a perfect time to play golf. So go check them out in Olive Branch. Call them at 662-893-4444 or book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com. Software also brought to you by Protection Unlimited, the Mid-South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area and North Mississippi for 40 plus years, and they would love to get your business and or family protected today. Cutting edge security for your home or business, video surveillance options, monitoring 24-7, 365. That is Protection Unlimited. Uh, call them at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. All right, so All right, let's, Neil, let's, let's talk okay. about the cookout. Let's, yeah, let's do it. Um, how, did you, how did your ribs turn out? I know that that was. I thought that was cool of them to let you have your own grill. Yeah, yeah. You um, did not win the cooking competition, I know. But but how did you feel? No. Did you feel like your your ribs turned out well? Were they were they over yeah. o- overcooked, over seasoned, under too much smoke? What was the thought? No, I went I went the wet route. I didn't go oh, dry. Yeah, um, not good. A little bit easier. Um, you know, dries a little bit of a of a niche. Um, I think most of the players enjoyed the uh, the wet route. I just went, you know, pretty basic with it. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. Just a nice vinegar based sauce. Um, but yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of clean plates. Uh, a lot of guys coming back asking for seconds. That's good. Good we'll sign. See. Yeah, I didn't have a ton, but uh, you know, I did tell them, you know, hey, you can go head down the road and go go talk to Greg at LBs if you if you need any other protein needs. But um. But yeah, I mean, I think um, it was a. I thought it was a successful weekend for the staff. Um, I think that the guys that they brought in are, uh, you know, the list that we put out. That's a, a good baseline, a good barometer for for folks that are into recruiting to pay attention to. Um, they uh, they kept it pretty small, and it, I'm of the opinion that they did that for a reason. They wanted to spend quality time with several prospects, so. If they brought those guys in, then I, I think that that's a, a good way to know that's who they're focusing on as they head into the season and into the early signing period. So um, we'll, we'll get into some specifics here with some, some certain names that I think are are key. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think from what I heard around the building, they felt pretty good about the weekend. Grind wants to know, was Marquise Dort, Marquez Dortch, not Marquise was Marquez Dortch in Oxford this past weekend for the cookout? I was not able to confirm if he arrived or not. I don't think he was. Um, you did not see him at your grilling station? I did not. Um, Jacarius Clayton, I talked to him yesterday. Um, he ended up staying in Tupelo. He did not come in town. I don't think that's indicative of where his commitment stands at all. I think he uh, he just decided to hang around the house and take a weekend off before uh, practice starts because a lot of high schools are getting after it. Because for some reason, uh, high schools still start their uh, football season too early, in my opinion. Um, it is going to be extremely hot in a couple weeks when uh, football kicks off. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, 
you know, all jokes aside, I think that's why Arch came earlier in the week because I think he wanted the weekend to kind of relax at home before his camp started. And I think a lot of players did that too. And as we talked about last week, also a lot of other programs were having weekend shindigs. So um, that was a reason why the list kind of dwindled down a little bit. And some other guys just wanted to go elsewhere. I don't think that that's, you know, hit the panic button because Jaheim Otis didn't come in town. I don't think that that's it just – Relax. It'll be okay. All right. Let's talk about who else didn't come that created some waves and what what you read into those guys not coming. Who were some guys that you thought might come who didn't come? How big of a deal individually were those guys? Uh, I I would say the three names that come to mind when you mention that. I mentioned Otis just then. Um, He did go to Mississippi State on Friday. Um, and I, I don't think you can read into anything with that. I talked to some folks and I posted it in the chicks a couple of days ago that people still think it's going to be Alabama and Ole Miss. Um, he's someone that doesn't really talk much. Um, you know, I asked him about why he didn't come or, you know, what, what, what he did over the weekend. And he was just kind of like, Hey, I just wanted to hang out and relax. So went to, Starkville went home, no big deal. Um, the one that is curious, um, not anything in particular, but Trevion Williams, the Florida State commit, that you and I both agree that I don't think he'll end up there. Um, but I think right now he just kind of wanted to, I don't know, just kind of not go anywhere. Um, committed to Florida State pretty recently. May or may not be thinking if he goes somewhere else that that might ruffle some feathers down in Tallahassee. I don't know. That's just a guess. Um, then Kamari Rogers uh, was supposedly supposed to come for an official visit. He did not. Um, he can always reschedule, obviously. Um, I still think that Ole Miss is very much in that one, too. Um, he's committed to Miami right now. Those are the three that come to mind. You know, a couple of the big name guys that, that didn't show up. Um, Luther Burden's a top 10 guy. He's a receiver. Um, I talked to uh, Adam Gorney, the Rivals National Recruiting Director. Um, he said that Georgia's heavy on him right now, and he's committed to Oklahoma still. Uh, so he didn't come. And then Quincy Wiggins just uh, went to LSU. So he's Baton Rouge prospect. So he just decided to just go down the road. So those are those, are those kind of, you know, you know, Hail Mary type prospects to where, Hey, if you can get them in town, great. If not, we'll worry about it later. Cause they're going to be hearing from every single program. Yeah. And those are the kind of guys now in all, in all fairness, those are the kind of guys that you do want to get to your campus in the summer. You want them to, to have an impression so that they come back in the fall yeah. if, when they don't come in the summer. And then you start having these rumblings about, you know, another dead period that might get extended uh, into September, into October before you know it, you, you know, the signing periods in December, we, you know, it's it's early, but it won't be long until it's not early. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's it's not significant in and of itself that they didn't come, but it becomes significant if we get later in the process and they can't take visits. And I don't know what's yeah. going. I don't know what's going to happen. I, mean, I want to repeat that over and over today. I don't know. You know, there, there's. It depends on who you talk to. There are some people that think, "Hey, this is just a, this is a surge, and when the surge dies off, everything's going to kind of get back to normal here pretty quick." But you know, then there's other talk about there are other variants that are out there, and 
obviously, vaccination rates aren't where people want them to be, and and if these if if these stadiums were to turn into a super spreader, we all know what's going to happen at that point. So, I, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, from a recruiting standpoint, I think you have to if if we always do the hand raise guys. If I'm the hand raise guy in the recruiting room, I'm saying right now, hey, let's let's proceed with our plan. But let's start putting together a plan for worst case. Let's yeah. let's get serious about that plan. Let's put some let's put some man hours because August is kind of a dead period for the most part anyway. Because high school mm-hmm. guys are getting ready for their season, they're starting their season. There's not a whole lot of in person recruiting that happens in August in the first place. So if I'm them, yeah. if I'm them, I'm my recruiting guys. We're spending a few of those man hours in August putting together a plan for extended dead period in the fall into the signing period i'm i'm looking at what we're looking at in the news and that kind of thing and i'd I'd have to be i'd have to be putting that together at this point yeah and and also i mean i I was going to mention this before i forget i saw in your mailbag you you answered the question about um where Ole miss would finish if the defense is much improved and i'm kind of with you there and even it doesn't have to be fiftieth. I mean, I, I I think if they're sixty five seventy range with what the offense can do, I think that Ole Miss is right there at eight and four, nine and three, and that's a as big a recruiting tool as anything right there. And it's not necessarily the the number of wins because I've said plenty of times, and I think you would agree with me that recruits don't look at wins and losses but they do look at what is on the field, what the product is that is getting you to that win loss number. And I think that that is going to be monumental for this staff and for this program to show, you know, Hey, five and five, we won the Outback bowl. We're not just taking another step. We're, 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 we're hopping up the steps. We're, we're trying to get to the, to the porch with, with the big dogs and tier one. So I think that that's as big of a recruiting tool as any for this staff if it gets to that point where they can't host anyone. Okay, we can't have full stadiums. We can't have you on campus for, for a visit. We can't talk to you in person. Just watch us on Saturday. And I think that that's going to be huge. And like you said before about, hey, we're at 65th in the country in defense right now. And we might go 8-4. and four, But if you're here, we're going to get – top 30, top 25, and we can try to get to double-digit wins. And that's that's the type of tangible example you can give to a recruit where it's like, hey, you can come make even more of a difference. Hey, what impact do you think it will have for their recruiting at Texas, at Oklahoma, that they now can promise the SEC? They can, they can absolutely promise it for the end of guys' careers, and I think they can certainly hint that, hey, you're, you're going to open your career in the SEC. What kind of an impact do you think that that has for Texas, for Oklahoma? And then uh, since we're doing an Ole Miss recruiting podcast, how much more difficult, if at all, does it make it for Ole Miss recruiting Texas? I mean, I think it's big. I, I think that there are a large group of recruits out there that dream of the SEC. Um, you don't really hear it very often where recruits are like, man, I just, I've always wanted to play in the Big 12. You know, so you don't really hear that a lot. I mean, Texas is a large state. A lot of kids maybe want to stay close to home so their families can come see them play. But look, I mean, it's been 
outside of one year with Tom Herman, Texas hasn't been dominant since Vince Young was playing. I mean, they've won 10 games twice since 2009. One of those was with Mac Brown and one was with Tom Herman. So these recruits, the 2022-2023 kids, haven't grown up knowing about Ricky Williams and Roy, you know, they, they haven't learned about the Longhorns and, and the big, bad Texas program. They, they don't know about that. They don't know about, you know, the Jamal Charles's and, and, and all of those really good Texas teams. So if, if you're an SEC fan, you know, Ole Miss fan specifically because of this podcast, you're more worried about Oklahoma. That's the program that is churning right now. That is, that is, you know, knocking on the door of where Alabama is and the elite class is, is Oklahoma. Like, yeah, they get to the, they get to the playoff and, and, you know, they might get whipped, but Lincoln Riley is doing everything, you know, in his power to be Nick Saban. And, you know, he's got to win titles, obviously he's not going to be in that, in that category, but, but that's who you need to worry about. I mean, Texas still has to prove it. Sark hasn't coached a game yet. They still got to win. I mean, Texas has always had the resources. They've always had, you know, this, you know, the burnt orange and everything to point to, but they got to win. It doesn't matter, especially when you get to the SEC, because it's just going to get harder. The schedule is not going to be easier because you're, you know, you're bringing over your endowment and trying to flex that muscle. It doesn't matter. You're still going to have to play LSU and then, oh, the next week you got to go to Ole Miss. And then, oh, after that, you got to go to Auburn. And then after that, you got to go to Arkansas. I mean, it, it doesn't let up. So as far as recruiting goes, sure, they're going to recruit at a high level because Steve Sarkeesian's a good recruiter and Lincoln Riley's a good recruiter. But, you know, on the field, you can take care of business and say, hey, you know, they, they may have a bigger uh, enrollment number, but, you know, we beat them last week. Who cares? Ask you about uh, Quinn Ewers and how you think that might uh, how you think that might impact recruiting and also what that might do to the Ohio State quarterback room in a minute. But first, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Daniel Barfield and Wealth Barfield Wealth Management, founded in two thousand. Daniel Barfield's been serving individuals and businesses in the Oxford, North Mississippi area for more than twenty years. He carries both CFP and CPA designations. He's affiliated with the Advisors Resource Council. It's a registered investment advisory firm with offices in Oxford, New Orleans, Dallas, and the surrounding areas. So uh, his, his company, his staff, they offer comprehensive financial planning, including investment management, estate and uh, tax planning, insurance planning, and business retirement plans. He wants to welcome, uh, he wants to thank his current clients, I should say, for putting their trust in him and his firm and welcome new clients interested in learning how BWM can help achieve their financial goals. So get in touch with Daniel, 662-236-6454, or visit his site, barfieldwealthmanagement.com, to learn how he can help you. We're also brought to you by uh, Billy's Small Batch Bacon. My pal William Stitt down in Fairhope, Alabama, has mastered, and I do mean mastered, the art of bacon. Spent three decades in the restaurant hospitality business, and bacon is his passion he uses bacon selected from the finest hogs, hand-turned every two hours in small batches, rubbed with nitrate-free pink curing salt and brown sugar molasses. It's fantastic. You can check it out at the Old 27 Grill, or you can go to billiesbacon.com. That's B-I-L-L-E-S bacon.com, and try it today. 
Order uh, five pounds or more and get a free Billy's Bacon hat with the promo code Rebel Grove. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties. Located, located, I should say, at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got uh, Load Trail. They also have Hallmark Cargo Trailers. And they can work with uh, third parties to have game day trailers, concession trailers built just for you. Full selection of trailer parts and accessories. Hitches, winches, straps, straps, and more. They repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, and RV. So get in touch with them at alphaofms.com or uh, 601-932-9798. Starting in September, we're going to have a lot of material for you. Some promos and such coming from the uh, fine folks at Muddy Water Camo. In the meantime, just check out their site, muddywateroutdoors.com. Start getting yourself uh, geeked up for the hunting season. Weather starts to change a little bit. The folks at Muddy Water Camo have some specials coming your way in about four weeks. And brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or a text on his cell, 662-571-2367. Tell him what you're looking for or stop by 1685 High Street in Jackson and test drive that new or used vehicle you've been wanting and let him earn your business. All right, Zachary um, Quinn Ewers, he tells the people at um, South Lake Carroll, say, hey, look, I love high school and all, and I was super excited about the prom, but I can make a million dollars in Columbus. I'm out. Peace. Mm-hmm. How many uh, How many guys do you think can do that? How many, realistically, in football, how often is that going to happen? And then um, the follow-up on that, obviously, is I'm of the opinion, and I don't know whether you are, I'm of the opinion there's a possibility that Ole Miss is going to be looking at that transfer portal for quarterbacks just in case, in the uh, in the late winter, early spring, how do you think that might impact anybody else in Columbus? Yeah, um, that's a great segue, Neil. Um, that's why. Hey, listen, that broadcast school, that broadcast school, it paid off. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get to that here in a moment. But um, I mean, hey, good for good for Quinn Ewers. Um, you know, first and foremost, I mean. It's impressive to uh, to get all your high school course load done that quickly. Um, and I'm not even being facetious. I mean, that's tough to do. And to get into Ohio State, I mean, that's not the easiest school to get into. It's not Princeton by any means, but you still got to get it done. So that's good for him. I, I joked with a few people that, you know, maybe Quinn was wanting to make some money. Maybe he didn't want to have to play uh, Cade Klubnick and Westlake again in the playoffs. Um so oh. for all the for all the Texas listeners out there that uh, they they might get that joke, but um, but yeah, I mean it's an easy decision. I mean he's gonna you know make money early. I mean he was always going to make money with with NIL, but now he can get on campus and and reach out to a few. I think he's already done that. I think he's done a little legwork when it comes to getting some some sponsors. But yeah, I mean he'll be able to make some money pretty quickly, and then also speed up that clock to uh, start competing in the quarterback competition there. Um, the segue I was referring to um, seems like forever ago when this recruitment was talked about, but 
Uh, there is a quarterback in that quarterback room in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, it is uh, one Jack Miller who uh, has some ties to the Ole Miss program. Um, possibly could be looking to go elsewhere. Um, the uh, the quarterback room, if I can find the tweet here, um, you've got five-star C.J. Stroud, uh, five-star Kyle McCord, five-star Quinn Ewers, and then now uh, the one I was just referring to, Jack Miller, was a highly rated four-star. Pretty crowded. Um, at least one of those guys, maybe two, is probably going to be Looking for a, uh, a new home, if I had to guess, just because not a lot of football to go around if you got all those guys there. So um, could potentially maybe Lane Kiffin and then look at Mr. Miller. Who can say? Um, I think the guy on their board that's number one is, is Justin Martin, who's committed to Cal. He's been pretty uh, pretty solid with them. He, he hasn't uh, really wavered at all, and he's – kind of sticking to his plan and staying with the bears right now. But if they don't flip him, then they're going to look somewhere else to get a quarterback. Yeah. I will say this before people think, Oh God, you're, you're ripping the current quarterback room. I am told that Luke Altmyers had a great summer. Um, I've told, Oh, he's, he's the backup quarterback. Yeah. I've been told that from people that they really like him, but look, you need more than one or two quarterbacks on your roster. You, you have to add quarterbacks and, I think Ole Miss is preparing for, for Matt Corral to leave after this season to uh, head to the National Football League. And if he Certainly does, so. yeah, if he does, then you um, you need more quarterbacks. So I, I don't think it's out of the realm that they would sign a, a, a freshman, in, you know, Martin, for example. I don't think Martin would prevent them from adding a, a transfer. It would depend no. on whether they looked at, at Martin and felt that he was readily available in terms of is he ready to go or does he need time like most freshmen do. All right, yeah. speaking of, uh, of freshman, Walker Bailey wants to know, and Patrick, I'll get to your question in a second. He wants to know, Zach, can you expand on Ole Miss's involvement with Singletary? I assume he doesn't mean Mike. And do you think they have a legitimate chance to land him, or is he another Hail Mary type of prospect? <laughs> Mike Singletary, once, once uh, a defensive coordinator candidate. He also um, was Samurai Mike. He stopped him cold, heart of the defense, big and bold. Oh, yeah. look at you. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I've heard from a couple of uh, the national guys with rivals that um, Ole Miss has been in contact with him. Um, but look, I mean, everybody's going to be in contact with Jaheim Singletary. Uh, for those that have not looked at the Chicks thread today or you don't know who I'm referring to, Jaheim Singletary, cornerback uh, out of Jacksonville, Florida, number five player in the country. Um, Terrell Buckley and Kevin Smith are recruiting him. I'd probably venture to guess that Chris Partridge and DJ Durkin are recruiting him as well. Maybe Lane Kiffin too. Um, five-star player. Uh, it's going to be hard. I mean, the, the in-state schools are going to be after him. Florida State, Miami, and then, uh, you know, I'm sure Alabama's in the mix. Georgia's in the mix. He talks about them. But he can, continues to mention that he's hearing from Ole Miss. So um, this is back where the, the visits come in. If they can get him on campus and they can talk to him in person, that can go a long way. If not, you're going to have to rely on the product you put on the field and, you know, what kind of hype you can generate around your program. But, um, you know, I mentioned it in the in the chicks. You know, it's somewhat of a Hail Mary. It's, it's going to be a battle with a bunch of Blue Bloods and, um, you know, the best of the best with, you know, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Lincoln Riley. I mean, it's going to be a tough one. Um, but again, 
if they can host recruits and they can get him on campus, then uh, they've got as good a shot as any. I mean, that's that's half the battle, in my opinion, is getting them on campus to, to talk with them. Um, Patrick wants to know who is the Taiwan Malone of this class. I don't know whether he means defensive lineman or like the one guy that's the headliner or a two sport guy. Is there, um, is there a name that comes to mind when I say Taiwan Malone with this class? I'd probably combine two of those. So defensive lineman and top guy in the class. I, I think it's Jaheim Otis. Um, just mammoth of a human, um, you know, built, Every bit as big, if not bigger, than Raekwon Davis was in high school. And yeah. you saw what he was able to do at Alabama. It, it, uh, it, that's the guy that I think is probably up there, top five, top three on their board. They That's a guy that you can build a defense around. Um, that's probably who it is. I think that they're going to you know, fight tooth and nail until signing day for Otis. And I think that they've got a shot. I mean – Alabama's going to sign who Alabama signs. His mom's a a crowded. Big, his mom's a big Alabama fan too. That's something they have to kind of overcome. Yeah, um, and his uh, he and his uncle are, are very tight. Um, I think uh, maybe just taking a guess here, the uncle might want him to stay in state. Um, I don't have that well sourced. It's just my opinion. Um, he obviously went and visited Mississippi State, so he's. He's hearing out other schools. He's still, you know, the recruitment is quote unquote still open. He's still visiting. Um, you know, he's been to Ole Miss unofficially already a couple times. So they're going to continue to recruit him. Um, you know, talking about the Taiwan Malone of a class. Um, I will tell you about the uh, the Taiwan Malone of the uh, finance professional. It's well done group, and that's uh, Bluff City Advisory Group. Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Um, the founding partner, Ben Steele, can probably tell you about some guys like Taiwan Malone that he blocked during his time at Ole Miss. Um, he, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about Bluff City Advisory, Advisory Group and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. If you're wanting a Taiwan Malone of the real estate industry, look no further than the Barry Home Team. If you want to build wealth with real estate or you're just looking to change your address, call them, 901-481-6420. Whether it comes from cash offers, wholesale offers, escalation clauses, multiple offers, all of that good stuff. If you need to know what that really means, call Stacy and Rick Barry. Sold over 175 homes and more than $42 million in volume have been closed. So, if you need to uh, buy, sell, or invest, call the Barry Home Team today. Once you've done that, you can stick right there in the Mid-South and talk to Saddle Creek Title, the leader in client-focused, innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate. Call Neil and his team at 901-753-1600 or check out SaddleCreekTitle.com. Software will also brought to you by Transamerica Insurance, rated best term life insurance in 2020 by Forbes. They offer 10, 20, and 30-year term life insurance catered to your individual needs. Call Drew Mokett at 601-953-8449. 
He's licensed in Mississippi, Tennessee, and Texas, among others, and uh, he can go ahead and help you get started today. Last but certainly not least, Davis McCord State Farm. Good neighbor service, surprisingly great insurance rates. One-stop shop in Tennessee and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. Call him at 901-755-6110 for your surprisingly great rates today. That's Davis McCord State Farm. And don't forget, uh, Zach already mentioned LB's Meat Market, but if you're coming to town, football season around the corner, you don't have to wait till football season. If you're anywhere near Oxford, you owe it to yourself to stop by LB's Meat Market, 2008 University Avenue in Oxford, right across from Kroger, but so much better than Kroger. The freshest cuts, whether you're looking for beef, pork, chicken, um, the chicken there is amazing, by the way. People say, oh, chicken's chicken. No, it's not. Get the get the chicken at LB's. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, handmade, homemade sausages every day. Stuffed jalapenos, stuffed mushrooms, fresh fish. Pretty much anything you could be looking for, if you've ever been hungry or if you ever plan to eat, is right there at LB's Meat Market. Just fantastic. You'll love it. Tell Greg that you heard about LB's here on the Soft Herbal Maybe he'll throw a little something extra in your bag. Um, we will be back. I'm not sure what next week holds because I'm going to be gone Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because my daughter insisted on growing up. and um, The nerve. I know. And, you know, I mean, I suggested a 13th grade, but she said, no, I want to go to college. <laughs> So we're moving her into college um, next week, and I will be driving home from Fayetteville, probably a little red-eyed this day, a week from now. So think of me, even if you aren't all that fond of me these days, as people are attacking me. I I did give – Zach is going to be the person that vouches for this. Zach and I, before we started, I told Zach my exact stance on all of this stuff, and he used the word reasonable. So there. Anyway, uh, our <laughs> thanks to our uh, our friends at collegecornerstore.com. It's the College Corner, two locations in Jackson. If you don't live in Jackson, go to collegecornerstore.com. I know a lot of you have. Really appreciate that. Go there and uh, thank them for sponsoring the show because we've enjoyed doing it, and uh, we appreciate them making it possible. So until next time. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir, Zach. I will say a little cross-promotion here. Okay. Um, you mentioned LBs and, and how great Greg and the folks are there. A little cross-promotion uh, here. I, I will be uh, talking with Greg later today over at uh, Podcast Rebellion Red Cups podcast about grills. And uh, he's going to give his thoughts on uh, some reasonably priced grills. You know, not not anything flashy, but uh, my grill, unfortunately, bit the dust yeah. during the move. So I'm in the market for a new one, and Greg's going to talk about that. So if you're interested in getting a new grill or just want to hear Greg talk about smoking meat and, and grilling meat, then we'll do that. So there you go. I, I will tell you that, that grills are uh, – a little of it depends on how often you grill. Yeah. Are you just grilling or do you smoke meat? Yeah. Um, how versatile do you want your grill to be? How much do you like to take care of a grill? How much do you enjoy grilling? If, if, if grilling mm-hmm. is just a utilitarian thing or if it's something that you really enjoy – like controlling temperature and stuff like that. I, I, sometimes sometimes cheaper is better, and sometimes you get what you pay for. And so I, I, I'll be interested in that. 
you should have invited me on. I have lots of I have lots of opinions on on, <laughs> on grilling. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll be back with another edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast next time. Thanks to everyone in the chat for uh, for being a part of of uh, of the show. We really appreciate you joining us, making us a part of your week. Until next time, for Zach, I'm Neil. Take care. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.